All right, the uh, stay-at-home, work-from-home positions. Um, like I said, I just think that market is going to, uh, you know, for the rest of this year and maybe the early part of next year is going to explode. And then if this vaccine that they say that they're coming out with, um, if it works, then I pretty much see everything going back to normal. And then that market uh, drying up. So, I mean, pretty much. Um, I wouldn't do it. I mean, if you're already in that job field and you've been doing that, I think you've got job security. But if you're like an essential worker and you're just you're tired of possibly being exposed to the virus then you know you have to um i don't know i mean me i'm just gonna try to stick it out i'm just gonna wear my mask wear my face shield you know wash my hands do whatever so Um, let me know what you think about the second segment. All right, getting into the Florida State stuff. Who is the face of the program? Uh, you could say Tamori and Terry. You could say Marvin Wilson. You could say Mike Norvell. Um, I think it's one of those three guys. Um. Uh, I think in years past, it was Jimbo, Dalvin Cook, Jalen Ramsey, um, Derwin James, Cam Akers. Definitely Cam Akers for the last couple years. Now, I think I think Marvin Wilson might get the nod. I think uh, Mike Norvell is right there also. Um, but we haven't had like a... Uh, Dalvin Cook type transcendent talent in a long time. Um, Cam Akers could have been that, but he didn't quite have the offensive line that Dalvin Cook had. And he ran a different scheme his his sophomore and junior years. I mean, his freshman year, I want to say he set the freshman rushing record. So if he would have stayed in Jimbo's offense, I mean, there's no telling what he could have been capable of, man. Um, Because it was a whole different type of scheme That they was running When Jimbo was there So um, I would say Marvin Wilson You know You know he 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 looks like the the, um, Stoic silent type But then when he speaks Everybody listens Because he you know it just seems to me that he is a man of few words. Um, he leads by example. That's just from what I've seen the last three years of uh, watching him in interviews and on the field. and um, So I'll go with Marvin Wilson, man. Um, then I would probably say Mike Norvell's second. 
Tamori and Terry third. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Um, next segment: Does COVID nineteen help or hurt Florida State in recruiting? Uh, I think anything negative hurts Florida State. Uh, by their creation or just something that's totally out of their hands. Florida State needs everything positive to go their way to have uh, recruiting success now because you're not having on-the-field success the last three years. Um, If you were having on-the-field success, say like seven, eight years ago, then I think you know, you could overcome COVID-19. Um, but, you know, hopefully this season is played, man. That's that's what I'm hoping and banking on. Hopefully this season is played. So, you know. But I can't, I can't say if it's helping or hurting the program i mean you know the people at the pulse of this program know that just in my opinion i think like i said the florida state needs everything positive to go their way no negative because when when you don't have that on the field success it's going to be very hard to bring guys in elite guys you know you're going to get guys because you're florida state but the elite guys they're going to go to elite programs most of the time. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Okay. Um, is there any lasting effects from the Willie Taggart era? Uh, I think there is. Um, but we'll have to see what happens in that first game, man. We really have to see what happens in that first game when you experience adversity in a game-like situation. Will these guys power through that adversity or will they just throw their hands up? And for the last two years or one and a half years, however long Willie Tiger was there, you know, they would just throw their hands up and not compete. I mean, it, you know, if you're just being honest with yourself as a Florida State fan, you would not say that this team competed game in and game out every week. You know, they gave up sometimes. They quit. And that's coaching. You can coach effort, in my opinion. Or you can put somebody on the field that will play with effort um, for the entire game. Um, You know, I just think Willie Taggart should have figured it out that first year when he was trying to get stuff done and they were undercutting him because they didn't want him. I mean – 
But he tried though You know they I mean I guess that first year was just like Okay before we start spending money Let's see what happens This first year And you know you, you, You were trying to fit a bunch of Square pegs In round holes Because really the only Fit for that offense Was Cam Akers DeAndre Francois was not a read option quarterback and that type of offense that you're trying to run, okay, the quarterback has to be a threat. And, you know, DeAndre DeAndre Francois was a dual threat coming out of high school, but for the majority of, of his career at Florida State, he was not a running quarterback. And then he got hurt in the Alabama game in 2017 and – you know, he just, I'm not going to hurt myself again. Um, so I think just, just effort, coaching effort, and just playing the whole game is something that Norvell is going to have to battle with. Um. I don't know. I just look back on the Willie Taggart era and I was hyping Willie Taggart. I was one of the ones that was hyping him because I wanted him to be successful. But um, I just look back on that era just like, you know, we it's just time lost. So, you know, that's my I think there I think there will be some lasting effects. In the in in the first couple of games, if if um if Norvell can get that out of their system, I think we'll be fine. So um that's gonna conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube, it's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please social distance, please wear a mask, please do your research on um uh, flu and respiratory viruses, please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go knows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is July 25th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Lead off segment is entitled, Should the NBA Be Restarting? Um, They really shouldn't be restarting. Um. They're calling their thing the bubble, like they're playing at the uh, ESPN, whatever, 
excuse me, ESPN, whatever, down in Orlando. Um, I just feel like they shouldn't be restarting, man. And the state of Florida is like a hot spot for COVID-19, mainly South Florida. But um, I just think that you put your players in jeopardy. I think if you was going to restart, it should have been a very remote location. Um, but, you know, this COVID-19 thing is crazy. Um, just all the way around. You know, we had a chance to really squash this thing back in January. And for whatever reason, leadership in this country didn't take the necessary steps to you know, we could have been back, almost back to normal by now if we would have took the necessary precautions back in January, but we didn't. So, um, I, you know, it, it, I, I'm not going to lie. It felt good to watch baseball and, um, fo- I mean, uh, baseball and basketball on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Felt good. I even watched the uh, season opener with the uh, Washington Nationals and the New York Yankees. Um, I mean, and the fans, you noticed it, but um, you know, when you see guys hitting home runs, I mean, that's what really makes you know. Your adrenaline rush and as a fan, so um, but my overall opinion about the NBA, they should not be restarting. I'll give baseball a pass because baseball is mostly played at distance from each other, you can really socially distance in that sport. Whereas the NBA, you're gonna be up close and personal every play, pretty much. And, you know, all it takes is one guy to have it. And you could potentially infect everybody on the court. So, um, and when they do test these players, they don't get the results back instantly. It's at least 24 to 48 hours before they get the results back. So you don't know if a guy is tested positive or not. Um, so I just think you gotta be smart about this thing. So, uh, let me know what you think about that first segment. Um, second segment is the work from home jobs going to take off now. It seems like they have, um, just from, you know, being on social media and just, looking at different um uh job um uh, websites um you know that's really the first thing they offering is work from home but my whole thing is if you take a work from home job and then they find some kind of cure for COVID nineteen is that particular job field occupation is that gonna dry up? You know, 
because then everybody can come back to work and you don't have to worry about, you know, getting infected. That that's the main thing. So my. You know, if you're quote unquote a essential worker, I would just try to stick it out. You know, I know it's rough. Hey, I'm I'm classified as an essential worker and it's rough for me. <laughs>